Canto 11, Chapter 15 Mystical Perfection, The Cities The Supreme Lord said, When a yogi is connected in the Absolute Truth, has conquered his senses and breathing, and has fixed his attention upon me, the mystical perfections of yoga are at his disposal. Uddhava said, O you who bring all yogis perfection, kindly tell me which method is required for concentration and how these perfections work, and, Achyuta, how many perfections are there? The Supreme Lord said, The masters of yoga speak of eighteen mystical perfections, cities, and meditations leading to them. Eight of them are primary and prominent in me, and ten of them are secondary and originate from the quality of goodness. O gentle one, the eight mystical perfections consist of the ability to get, as for the form, into the smallest, the biggest or the lightest, the ability to acquire whatever material object, the ability to enjoy sensually whatever can be seen or heard, the ability to have the upper hand in employing the forces, the ability to be in control by means of magic, unobstructed by the modes, and the ability to answer to any desire that seeks his favor. Know them to be the ones prominent in me. The ten secondary cities consist of the ability in this body not to be plagued by hunger and thirst and such, the ability to hear from afar, the ability to see things far away, the ability to be transported with the speed of mind, the ability to assume any form at will, the ability to enter into the bodies of others, the ability to die at will, the ability to witness the sporting of the heavenly girls with the gods, the ability to be of perfect accomplishment as one likes, and the ability to have one's commands fulfilled unimpeded. To know the past, the present and the future, to be free from the dualities, to know the minds of others, to check the potency of fire, the sun, water, poison and so on, and not to be conquered by others, are examples of the perfections that are described as being the result of concentrating in yoga. Please learn now from me by means of which type of meditation what perfection occurs. My worshipper who focuses his mind pertaining to the subtle elements of perception on me as the self of those sense elements and nothing else, obtains the anima perfection, the ability to enter the smallest. Focusing one's mind on the truth of the complete, the Mahat Tattva, with me as the inhabiting soul, one achieves the perfection of Mahima, to enter the greatest, as also grip on each element separately. The yogi may obtain lagima, lightness, by attaching to me as the supreme element of the smallest elements, the atoms, the subtle property of time. He who with his mind focused on me narrows down the mind completely to the emotionality of the I-principle, obtains the city of prapti, mystic acquisition, by which he becomes the proprietor of the senses of all living beings. In order to obtain from me, whose appearance lies beyond perception, the super-excellent city of Prakamiya, to enjoy whatever whenever, 
one should fix one's mental activity on me, the super-soul, that is the thread running through the huge reality of matter. When one focuses one's consciousness on Vishnu, the original controller of the three gunas, who is the mover in the form of time, one will obtain the city of Ishitva, the supremacy, by means of which the conditioned body, the field and its knower can be controlled. The yogi, who fixes his mind on me, Narayana, the fourth state, Turiya, that is described by the word fortunate, obtains, being endowed with my nature, the Vashitva perfection, the ability to subdue by means of magic. When one focuses one's mind that is pure in me, on the impersonal absolute Brahman that is free from material qualities, one obtains the supreme of happiness wherein one's desire finds its complete fulfillment. Kama Vajsayita When a human being concentrates on me as the lord of Shweta Dvipa, the personification of goodness, the sum total of Dharma, he obtains a pure existence free from the six waves of material disturbance, hunger, thirst, bewilderment, decay, grief and death. Anurmi Matvam when one, in the mind, leads away the transcendental sound that is present in the prana, in me, the personification of the sky, one perceives therein the swan, Lord Hamsa, or the saintly person, and hears the words spoken by all living beings, Dura Shravana. When one merges one's eyes with the sun, and the sun with one's eyes, doing so transcendentally and not staring physically into the sun, one can with one's mind in meditation on me, therein, see anything that is far away, Dura Darshana. When one fully absorbs one's mind in me, the body, by the power of the meditation on me, that mind follows together with the breath. The self then moves wherever the mind goes, Mano Java. Because it lies within the power of my yoga to appear in different forms, for the mind, intent on assuming whatever form, the very form that was desired will appear when I am the shelter, Kamarupa. When a perfected yogi, a Siddha, wishes to enter the body of another person, he must give up his own gross body and project himself into that body. That he should accomplish by, like being the wind, entering it through the vital breath, the way a bee switches flowers. Parakaya Praveshanam When a yogi is about to die and wants to give up the material body, he blocks his anus with his heel and carries his prana from the heart up to the chest and from there to the throat to go to the head, from where he, rising to the spiritual seat at the top of the skull, the Brahma Randrena, leads himself to the spiritual world, Sachandu Mrityu. When one desires to enjoy the pleasure gardens of the demigods, one should meditate upon the mode of goodness situated in me, so that one sees the by goodness moved women of the demigods arrive in their vehicles, their vimanas, devanam saha kridanu darshanam. When someone, by means of his reason, became convinced of my truth, or else by his devotion unto me, he, with his mind, thus absorbed, consequently will achieve his purpose. Yatha sankalpa samsiri. The person who arrived at the realization of my nature, 
supremacy and dominion, is someone who by no means can be frustrated because his order and command are as good as mine. Aknya pratyata gati. A yogi, pure of character, who by dint of his devotion unto me knows how to focus his mind, dharana, acquires insight in the three phases of time, past, present and future, supported by knowledge of birth and death. Of his age, versed in uniting consciousness whose mind was pacified in my yoga, the body cannot be injured by fire and so on, just as aquatics cannot be harmed by the water in which they live. He, my devotee, becomes unconquerable when he meditates upon my expansions that are decorated with the Srivatsa and the weapons, flags, ceremonial umbrellas and different fans. The man of wisdom, who worships me thus by the process of concentrating in yoga, will in every respect be attended by the mystical perfections as described. What perfection would be difficult to achieve for a sage who, being focused by meditation on me, subjugated his senses, his breathing and his mind. One says, though, that they, these siddhis, for the one who practices the highest form of yoga, the bhakti-yoga by means of which one obtains everything thinkable from me, are a hindrance and a waste of time. All perfections one in this world may acquire by birth, by herbs, austerities and by mantras, are all obtained by the practice of bhakti-yoga. Progress in uniting one's consciousness cannot be achieved by any other method. I am the cause and the protector of all the perfections. I am the lord of yoga, the final union, the lord of analysis, of dharma, and of the Vedic teachers, propounders and adherents. The same way material elements have their existence inside and outside the living beings, I myself, the soul, who cannot be enclosed, exist inside and outside of all the embodied beings.